was the bottom of the ninth, with McGuire up at bat. Feeling so at home in my giant ace cap. I was eight years old, wearing gold and green. From my head to my toes, rap game Billy Bean. She was my first kiss, but I don't think it counts. On the kindergarten trip to the Oakland Firehouse. Sitting in the stands with her family. With the baseball glove her dad handed me. As the season unfolded, we held our breath. Watching Ricky Henderson, the quickest runner in the West. Hello, and welcome to the podcast Jokestrap with Wes Hoffman. Here, Wes will discuss two of his favorite things, which are sports and stand-up comedy. Hence the name Jokestrap. If you like this episode, please subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, or iTunes, or wherever podcasts are available. With that being said, please enjoy this episode of Jokestrap. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 105 of Jokestrap. Uh, this is Wes Hoffman. Thanks for tuning in. Um, I am uh, testing some new equipment here. Um, I'm hoping it is not too loud or too muffled here. Um, for this episode, so um, bear with me. Uh, I got a new uh, little mic stand here, and one that's easier equipped for podcasting, so I don't have to hold the microphone every time I record, and I can just talk into the mic, and then I also got a new uh, little smaller mic cord than what I would using, one that's more fitted for desk use, like the one I'm sitting at. So, um between the mic cord and the mic stand. Just want to make sure I got the right kind of volume settings here. Um, according to what I'm seeing on Audacity and the levels, it should be fine. I don't think I'm talking too loud or too quietly, so everyone should be able to hear me okay. Um, anyway, with that being said, thank you for listening to Jokestrap, uh, the podcast that combines my love of sports with my love of uh, stand-up comedy and my love of comedy just in general. Um, and on the podcast, we generally talk about Bay Area sports, or I should say, I bear, <laughs> I basically talk about Bay Area sports, uh, and, uh, comedy. So yeah, um, thanks for tuning in. Today's recording date is January 19th, 2022. Hope everyone's 2022 is starting off all right. I know, uh. Shit's still hitting the fan out there as far as the virus goes. Hope everyone's staying safe, being well. Um, I can't say I've been like being extremely cautious myself, um, having gone to a couple San Jose Sharks games recently, uh, knowing that's the risk I am taking. Uh, the good news about the San Jose Sharks, um, they do check to make sure everyone's fully vaccinated that enters the arena. And they do a pretty good job of making sure people are wearing their masks uh, while inside the arena, um, unless they're eating or drinking, they do a pretty good job checking that. So, And with the amount of fans going to the games currently, because they're requiring those things, um, it's really a far emptier arena. They are averaging maybe like 11,000 a game right now. Whereas, uh, you know, a sellout would be like 17,000 something. So it's a lot more spacious um, than normal. So in that sense, it's a little more comfortable to go to a game. Uh, I know that sounds weird, but it's true. Um, so, yeah, I, I went to games on January 15th. Um, uh, January 15th, I went with my friend Joy. I was going to go with my mother, but my mother opted out um, due to COVID. She's kind of like a an athlete. She's she's like that. She's like I opt out. I was like okay. Now she asked her doctor, and her doctor recommended not to go. So my mom followed my 
her doctor's advice and chose not to, which I understand. Um, so I went with my friend Joy to that game. Uh, the Sharks played the Pittsburgh Penguins on Saturday the 15th, and they lost in uh, overtime, unfortunately, even though they pretty much outplayed the Pittsburgh Penguins the entire game um, from start to finish, had way more shots on goal and everything, and uh, yet they were only able to muster one goal out of it, and then Pittsburgh scored late to tie it up. Then it went into overtime, and then the Penguins won an overtime on freaking Sidney Crosby's overtime winning goal. That jerk. Not a fan of Crosby. Still not over 2016 when the Pittsburgh Penguins beat the San Jose Sharks in person. Should have known not to go with Joy, I guess, since we had actually gone to the 2016 Game 6 uh, Stanley Cup final game in which the Penguins beat the Sharks in Game 6 to clinch the Stanley Cup. So it was kind of like we repeated history by watching them lose again to the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. But uh, more than made up for it when I went to the game on uh, Monday, January 17th with uh, my sister Maria. Um, uh, my sister's birthday is a week from um, the 17th. So on the 24th, so I took her to the game on the 17th for her birthday, which was a, a rare matinee game on the schedule uh, on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Um, the Sharks uh, traditionally, historically, uh, do not fare very well in uh, matinee games, uh, as some of you may know. So I was taking a gamble by getting tickets for this game, um, and it turned out to be quite the good gamble. Um now, whereas the Sharks had all the shots on goal on January 15th, that was not the case on Monday. The Sharks only mustered like 17 total shots on goal for the entire game. But there was one incredible, incredible game by a guy named Timo Meyer, who was selected a San Jose Sharks lone all-star representative uh, for the game that apparently is still going on in February, February 5th. Um, in Las Vegas, Timo Meyer is an all-star this year, and he proved exactly why he was an all named an all-star on the 17th, as he scored a record franchise a franchise record five goals in the game. Uh, that is correct. No player in Sharks history in the 31 years has ever scored five goals in a game up until then. Four players had scored four goals in a game. But Meyer is now the first player to ever score five in a game. Uh, he scored a hat trick in the first period, a natural hat trick. So he got three goals in the first. Then he added two more in the second. And then in the third period, everyone was just chanting his name, hoping he'd shoot as many times as possible. His teammates were passing it to him all the time. You could definitely tell they were trying to get as many as they could out of him. I don't know, uh, he didn't get another goal in the game, but... Uh, he ended up with five goals, uh, and uh, Balsers, Rudolph's Balsers added another goal in between all that in the first period. So the Sharks had four goals in the first period, two in the second, and then ended up winning the game 6-2 to two over their rival Los Angeles Kings. That made it even better to do it against the rival. Jonathan Quick was in net for the Kings, and he had no idea what to do. I found it surprising that the Los Angeles Kings didn't uh, pull the goalie at all. They didn't pull quick for the entire game. Usually you let up four in the first period that you take you out 
Um, I don't know if maybe their backup wasn't available. I'm guessing, I didn't look it up, but I'm guessing their normal backup may not have been available. So they're just like, okay, quick, you're taking one for the team. Literally. Um, so, so yeah, that was an awesome game to see in person for sure. Seeing Timo Meyer um, get that record there. Five goals in a game. I can't say I'll ever see that again, that's for sure. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, but anyway, that's not the only exciting thing in sports to talk about right now. The last podcast episode I did before that, uh, before this one, I should say, was on January 8th, uh, Saturday, 2022. And uh, that was the day before the 49ers played this Los Angeles. I always want to say St. Louis. Uh, bef- the day before they played the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, in the final game of the season in that weird week 18 they have now, now that there's a 17-game NFL schedule. Still not used to that. But uh, they played the Rams, and if the Niners won the game, they would get in the playoffs. Well, they won the game, which I'm sure you're all aware of, and they made the playoffs. It was a very exciting game. They came back, uh, scored 27, I think it was 27 unanswered points there. And won the game by a score of 27-24. to 24. And, uh, yeah, it was an exciting game. They won in overtime. And uh, then they played their first-round playoff game on Sunday, January 16th. And they played against the Dallas Cowboys, which was incredible. I mean, I miss playing the Dallas Cowboys every season during the regular season. But... If you can guarantee me as a 49er fan that the Niners would play the Dallas Cowboys every playoff, then I don't want to play them in the regular season. Let's just play in the playoffs. That'd be awesome. It was a, a very interesting game, a game I think uh, Dallas probably could have won if they had just kept their heads on straight, uh, if they stopped making so many mistakes. They made a lot of mistakes. There was a lot of penalties. A lot of penalties that couldn't have, could have been avoided. A lot of penalties that weren't even during the actual play itself. Like, a lot of them were before the ball was even snapped by the quarterback. Um, their defenders were jumping off sides a lot. Their offensive linemen were false starting a lot. It just was not clicking very well for the Cowboys. And uh, the 49er faithful are thankful. Uh, the 49ers prevail. They get the victory. They beat the Dallas Cowboys. It was a great game. Uh, I thought the game was over like three different times, though. Um, there was like several different moments at the end of the game where I was just like, all right, we won. And then I was like, nope, apparently there's still time left. Or nope, apparently there's a penalty and there's still more. There's another play to be had. And yeah, there's like three different occasions where I cheered. Uh, the win, thinking the game was over, and I was inaccurate. I guess I should wait until the clock is officially expired to cheer for such things going forward. But who cares? It ended up being a win for the Niners. Final score, 23-17. to Debo Samuel, man, that guy is awesome. Um, so, yeah. 49ers won. Now they'll be taking on the immunized um, Green Bay Packers starting, or not starting, but on January 22nd at 5.15 p.m. Pacific time. 
Um, so that's the 49ers and Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field. So that's going to be quite the challenge for the 49ers. But hey, I think they can prevail. Uh, one thing that's sort of a downer right now, questionable for the 49ers, is whether or not Fred Warner and or uh, Nick Bosa are going to be able to play in the game as they were both injured in the game against the Cowboys. It seems as though Fred Warner, uh, the linebacker, will be available. I think he rolled his ankle, and it's an injury he he had once earlier in the season and rebounded from. Um, Bosa uh, got a concussion, though, and it's not clear whether or not he'll be able to clear the concussion protocols in time for the Saturday matchup that's coming up here. So we'll see. Uh, should be a good game, though. Um and looking forward to it. So, again, that's at 5.15 Saturday. Uh, the other uh, NFL playoff matches that are coming up this weekend, in case anybody cares. Um, we have... Hold on one second here. Let me check for you. I don't want to give you bad info. Okay, so uh, on also on Saturday, the Bengals are facing the Tennessee Titans at 1.30 p.m. And then on Sunday, the St. Louis Rams, who just beat the Arizona Cardinals on Monday. Yeah, that's right. There was a Monday playoff game. Crazy. Um, but the St. Louis Rams beat the Cardinals. So now the Rams are going to face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 12 o'clock on Sunday, the 23rd. And then the Bills to totally annihilated the uh, uh, New England Patriots on the um, 15th, January 15th, and they are going to be set to face the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs had beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I didn't mention it, but the Bengals had beat the Las Vegas Raiders, so that's how they advanced into this round of the playoffs. So we got four games this weekend, two Saturday, two Sunday, and then, you know, conference championships are after that. So who's it going to be? Do we got Packers Buccaneers coming up? Hope not. Do we got 49ers Rams in the in the in the conference championship? That'd be kind of funny. Kind of cool. 49ers Buccaneers. I don't know if I want that one. <laughs> Packers Rams. That would suck. I think I already said that. Packers, Buccaneers, that would also suck. Uh, that means Rodgers or Brady would be in the Super Bowl, and that would suck. So, anyway, we'll see what's going on. Uh, hopefully the 49ers can make it all the way here. Uh, at least that's what I'm hoping. All right, and in basketball, well, Clay Thompson has returned for the Warriors, and um, ever since he's returned, the Warriors are losing more. What? Uh, it's not his fault, though. Uh, one, the Warriors are trying to uh, click together, get more in, more in unison, uh, get their get their I don't know what you call it, their act back together. No, uh, they're trying to you know it's been a while since they've all played together, so they're trying to get used to each other again. Um, and also, Draymond Green's been out with an injury, and he's going to be out for a couple weeks here. So, of course, Clay comes back, and then other people go down. So that doesn't help. Um, but they did win their last game yesterday, pretty convincingly. They won against the Detroit Pistons by a score of 102 to 86, and Clay Thompson did score 21 points in that game. And um, of course, the uh, Detroit Pistons uh, suck. Anyway, 
The Warriors are now up to a 32-12 and 12 record, uh, which I believe still has them at second um, in their division, in their conference. Um, yeah, they're still in second place. Uh, they're two games up on the Memphis Grizzlies and two and a half games by, behind the Phoenix Suns, who are 34-9. So, and there's... <laughs> All three of those teams are better than any team in the Eastern Conference. So once again, the Western Conference is the better conference. So the Bulls are the Chicago Bulls sit atop the Eastern Conference. In case you're wondering, with the 27 and 15 record. So yeah. Well, guys, um, let's talk a little bit about baseball. Not Major League Baseball, because there really isn't much to talk about there. Um, they're still in a lockout, and it's starting to look like the start of spring training may be in jeopardy here, um, unless something gets figured out pretty soon. I haven't heard of any really good news in regards to that. Uh, the only thing I've heard is that the DH is most likely going to be made universal, but that's not really a big topic point for them to discuss in the CBA, the new CBA. Um, uh, an interesting note was Carlos Correa, uh, for, uh, who was a free agent, played for the Astros, shortstop. Uh, he dropped his agent and signed with agent Scott Boris instead. So that means, you know, Correa is looking for that serious, serious money, like 300 or more million. So we'll see how that plays out, especially after the lockout. Uh, see where he might end up. I'm thinking Yankees, but maybe not. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but I do want to talk about San Jose State. San Jose State baseball. Uh, it'll be almost time for college baseball to begin. Uh, San Jose State coming off a very tough season. Uh, I believe last year, let me just double check. I believe last year they were like 6-33 and 33 or something like that. Um, no, I'm sorry, 6-30 and 30 overall. I made them worse than they really were. 6-30 and 30 overall, 2-19 and 19 in conference. At one point, they had a 17-game losing streak. So let's hope San Jose State can uh, do better uh, in 2022-2022. What do you say? Do you say 2000 or do you just say 2022? Well, how do you prefer to say the year? Or do you just say 2022? Does anybody say that? The year 2022? I don't think anybody says that. But I don't know. Like Sometimes they say 2022. And sometimes I say 2022. I guess 2022 is the correct way because for all the 1900s, like 1983, 1984, like I never said like, you know, 1,900. So I think I answered my own question, you guys. Uh, allow me to um, display my stupidity before correcting it. Um, and I just did. So, uh, but I'm excited at the end of the San Jose State season scheduled. Um, the San Jose State will be playing at Sacramento State, May 19th and May 20th. So that'll be cool. So I'll definitely be able to check out at least those two games um, in Sacramento since that's where I am. Um, and that'll be cool that the season ends with that series. They're going to be playing two in Sacramento and then two in 
Sacramento goes to San Jose for two to end the season. So, um, yeah, uh, other interesting games on the schedule. They got a three-game series against USC uh, in USC at University of Southern California. Those are going to be tough. Um, obviously, anytime they play San Diego State, which they usually do every year because San Diego State's in the Mountain West, they have a three-game series at home against them early on in March. Um, San Diego State is always a tough matchup. University of Portland is one I see on here. Uh, Mount, they're all, and uh, I don't know if I recall them ever playing University of Portland, but they play them February 25th through February 27th. Uh, they start the season on February 18th against the University of Nebraska at Omaha with the four-game series. Um, team is looking, I mean, the schedule's looking pretty tough, to be honest. Um, but hopefully uh, they will surprise us, surprise me. Um, they do have a couple games against Cal during the season, it looks like. Uh, one at home and one away. Yeah, and uh, that's cool. No no games against Stanford this year. Um, but, but yeah, should be an interesting schedule. They have, uh, what did, what was it? I saw saw something interesting. They had just um, wrapped up fall ball recently, and uh, it's kind of their tryout session, so to speak. Um, and they said the they have uh, twenty three new players joining the squad, including fifteen transfers. So that's a lot of uh, a lot of new faces are gonna be joining the team here. Um, Come, come this season. So it should be interesting. Hopefully, uh, they, like I said, they can improve on that um, season they had last year. And hell, if Major League Baseball is still in a lockout, then college baseball can't come quick enough, you know? Like, give me something. <laughs> give me something. Uh, all right. So... I think that's all the talking points I really had as far as sports go um, for now. Oh, I do want to mention, like, um, just since I'm on the topic of sports, because that's what I talk about on this podcast. Um, one of my uh, pandemic, like, uh, hobbies, I guess you could say, or uh, projects. Yeah, pandemic project. Something I've been working on to try to get done is I started uh, trying to collect... Uh, the 1989 Tops A set and get them all signed by the players. And uh, right now, I have a total of, uh, of 15 of them signed, of uh, the cards, and I'm looking to get like 13 more. Now, I've written to some of the players, and uh, some of them I purchased on eBay. A few of them were ones that people gave to me that they had. So, yeah, I'm looking to complete the set. Um, if you know anybody that might know anybody that knows somebody that could help me out with any of those, like, especially like I'm looking for, uh, Bob Welch, 89 top signed. That one seems to be tough. Luis Polonia, Stan Javier. Those guys seem like to be, they seem like the toughest. Um, of course, Bob Welch has passed now, so that's going to be tougher. Um, 
I was fortunate to get the other players that have passed away that were on that team. Uh, Dave Henderson, uh, Jim Corsi recently, um, Tony Phillips I found on eBay, and uh, Don Baylor someone gave to me, so that was cool. Um, I would prefer the autographs be in blue Sharpie, but um, if they're not, that's fine. As long as I can see the autograph on the card. I found one of Bob Welch on eBay, but you can barely see the autograph on the card. So I'm not going to get that one because I want one where you can actually tell it's, there's an autograph on the card. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, just a little update of what I've been trying to – my project, so to speak, your your pandemic project. Um, do you guys have any pandemic projects? Uh, I don't know. Are we still in a pandemic? I think we are, right? Uh, people just don't act like we are. Uh, I'm guilty also, I guess. It's like I'm tired of like having it control everything I do, you know? You get you get that pandemic stress and you're just kind of like, I want to live my life. And that's kind of where I am right now. But I'm trying to do it safely also, you know? Like um, I'm getting tested a lot even if I'm not feeling well. Or, sorry, <laughs> even if I am feeling well is what I meant. Uh, I, I'm just trying to, like, be precautious. Be cautious. So, I have another COVID test tomorrow morning, you know, just just to make sure. Because I know I've been around people lately, so I'm trying to be safe, you know, at least. Um, and wearing the mask where I need to and stuff like that. So, anyway... Um, hopefully soon we will be done talking about this and, uh, we don't have to do anything anymore. We can just live our lives and not have to worry. Wow. All right. So, <laughs> all right, guys, I think that's going to be it for the episode today. Thank you very much for listening. Um, if you're looking for some comedy suggestions, I have a few that you can check out on YouTube. There is a channel from Hassan Minaj, the comedian. And um, he's been doing like these behind the scene pits um, uh, of his tour and stuff like that. And they're really interesting, I think. So you should check his channel out. Another thing on YouTube by another comedian I know, Sammy Obeyed. That's O-B. E-I-D has a new comedy special he released on YouTube. It's free, and it won't have any ads, so that's cool. Um, it's called Organic, O-R-J-A-N-I-C. Now, he recorded this in, like, 2018, I think, and he was like, ah, I don't want to release it. But just recently, he thought better and was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and release it. Luckily, it's not too topical, so the jokes are still making sense today, so... <laughs> Give it a watch. It's about 42 minutes. It's a good ep or a good uh, special, in my opinion. So check that out. And, uh, yeah. And uh, finally, uh, just on YouTube, I've been looking up a lot of uh, clips lately uh, where Bob Saget makes an appearance. Um, unfortunately, he passed away recently. Um, that was very sudden. Like it was like right when the 49ers game ended against the Rams on January 9th that I found out. Like right when the 49ers won, my friend texted me, Bob Saget died. I was like, way to take me from an ultimate high and bring me back to earth, buddy. Thanks. 
kind of sucked away to find out like that. Um, but yeah, everybody who who was a fan, everybody that worked with them, you know, uh, all all bummed out about that. Uh, haven't heard any stories about him being, you know, a bad person. All all, all nice things. Um, he was like, you know, America's dad almost because a full house. He played the father figure in that, and I guess in a lot of senses, everyone kind of looked at him like a dad um, in that respect. So pretty tragic. Uh, still not sure what happened. So, um, yeah, so that sucks. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff out there on YouTube uh, that he's in. I watched an episode of this uh it's like a show where they have guests come on eating uh, chicken wings, uh, different flavors of like hot hotness, and the guy who runs the show like talks to the celebrity as they're eating the wings as they get hotter and hotter. And uh, Bob Saget was on that, and uh, he was he was actually impressive. Um, he didn't really he didn't really uh, seem to be phased by the heat of the wings very much, except. The last two, um, he started to feel it. But I, I was wow. I was like, wow, he's really, he's able to handle the, the hot sauce pretty well. Um, but yeah, and then there was also a podcast he did with uh, Kevin Hart from May thirteenth, two thousand twenty-one. That I listened to two thousand. I said it again, twenty twenty-one. Why am I saying two thousand? I guess the year two thousand. We said year two thousand. Have I? I guess because they were like, in the year 2000. And then they went and said 2001, 2002. I don't know, man. How are you supposed to say the damn year? 2021, 2022, or 2022? I don't know, man. Does it matter? Does it matter? Is there a correct way? Help me. I need to know. I don't want to be an idiot. <laughs> Too late. Anyway, um, Bob Saget was on an episode of Comedy Gold Mines with Kevin Hart. On May 13th, last year, whatever you want to call last year. Um, and uh, you should check that episode out because it, it was really good, really insightful to learn more about Bob there. Anyway, guys, that is going to be it for me and this episode of Joke Strap. Thank you very much for listening. Um, I hope uh, the sound and everything is okay and it's not too loud, not too soft, whatever. Um, I will talk to you next time. All right. Let's go 49ers, baby. Let's get this win on January 22nd, all right? Okay. Bye.